Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Hamilcast. I am Jillian. I'm Bianca. This is our 52nd episode. Hmm, interesting. Which means there are 52 weeks in a year. Which means we've been doing this podcast for a year. Yay! And guess who's joining us? Hey, Javon McFerrin. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? What up? This is awesome. It's awesome to be here. I'm, I'm kind of honored that I'm the, the last one of your first year. You are. You're really capping off like this crazy year that we had. We started this podcast a year ago. We didn't even have microphones yet. We were literally huddled Over the on computer. top of, not a computer, of a camcorder microphone that we yes. use when Mike and I were filming our series, The Residuals, that our mutual friend, Deborah Rain, is yes. in. Yes, shout out to Deborah. How you doing? What up? And Dan Fernandez, who's also going to be on the show because he has a story about how he got to see Lynn's last show. Ooh. It's insane. I never got to see Lynn. I only got to see him on the video that they gave me for when I have to rehearse. And so I can Oh, like, don't tell people that. Oh. Oh. There's a video float. No, we no, can't. no. You will nope. never, you nope. will never see it. No, you will never ever see it. What? It is watermarked to us. Oh my So gosh. I will totally get fired. It's like when you get it the is so, screeners. It is so under lock and key in my, like in my computer. It's I not even it's on my phone. It's far worse than if you were to leak a SAG screener. They make it sound like you will go to prison for the rest of your life. I give it to my mom, but then I tell her not to give it to anybody. Well, it's <laughs> your mom. It back. Your mom's <laughs> just, pirating mom, seriously, give it back. <laughs> like, I don't want to get into mom, too much trouble. Like, we have the same last name, so I will give you They will my find screeners. me. They will find me. Yeah, and then I will lose my SAG card. Um, uh, but so that was how we started this podcast, and now it's been 52 episodes later, 52 weeks later, and all this insane, amazing stuff has happened to us in this past year, and it's so cool that we've started 2017 with all cast members so far and so far so great yeah. that we got from from there to where we are now so thank you thank you for where we are <laughs> so i have so many questions for you cool where do you want to start today is january 9th yeah january 6th you went on as hamilton for the very first time yes how was it crazy <laughs> it's the most humbling acting experience i've probably ever had it's the most daunting task ever you know, flubs and all. I t- oh, I totally messed up. I totally messed up. You can check out on Burr's Corner on my Instagram that Brandon Victor Dixon started this beautiful thing called Burr's Corner. Wait, which, Burr's Corner? It's yeah. hashtag Burr's Corner. And what it is is when you mess up on stage, you have to own up for your mess up. So you record on your Instagram video. Is it like the confessional? The confessional, basically. Burr's Corner, Hamilton edition. Uh, so I played Hamilton for the very first time today. Uh, I made it. I'm alive. But uh, I had a few flubs. My personal favorite, I believe, was probably more of a shout-out to my dad. Um, the line is, A series of essays anonymously published defending the document to the public. What decided to come out was, A series of to the public. So I still kind of kept it in tempo, but it was a full McFerrin moment. And the only thing I was missing was me slapping my chest to really go full out. So, um, yeah, Brandon, thank you for not cracking up and uh, losing it. Um, but we're going to do it again two times tomorrow. So let's go. So I think only like the super duper Hamilton people probably, well, I mean, everyone probably heard it, but it's totally fine because Brandon was right on it. And, and then we just picked up where we but where I messed up. But if you did it in the right rhythm and you ended on public, then we're good. I feel like that. Yeah, everyone else just totally picks up fine. and goes, goes you know, on with their day. Out of like the 10,000 words I said, I messed up like 20 to 25. So I'm, I think that's a good percentage. Good percentage. I, th- yeah. I think that's good for Especially your opening Especially for your night. very for your first, first time. For your first time. Right. 
So I have a question about when you first started Hamilton, but also mm-hmm. there is like drilling and snow blowing outside <laughs> our window. We have switched seats like four times. So if you hear it, so sorry. If you don't, awesome. Great. Yeah. So you want the, you want the whole story? You want to know how the, I'll tell you the entire story. I want the entire well, so story. I have a question also, because we have a mutual friend, my friend Marielle, who I've mm-hmm. spoken about on the podcast before because she taught a Hamilton yoga class. Yes. Oh, yes. That was super duper fun. Yeah. Um, Marielle, please do that class again, because I loved it. Um, she only did it once? She only did it once. She's, uh, I think, intending to find a way to do it more regularly. She should do it online. Mm. Oh, that would be fun. Because then Marielle, everyone, take note. all of our listeners from around oh, the world awesome. could do it. Facebook gonna, Live it. She yeah. could do it on like Facebook Live or it, or Instagram right? Live or something Perfect. like that. Everybody could just. Oh, that's awesome! That we way. should do that. Right? Perfect. I, Javon, are you, I, you said we, right? Like yeah. we were all, all going to do, do that. Great. Yeah, like totally the eighties aerobics videos yeah. with the people That'd in the back. That'd be so fun. Oh yeah. Great. So uh, we have this mutual friend, Marielle. Um, we are in a theater company together, and you guys have acted together. And she told me that you have like a really crazy audition story. You had yeah lots. Uh, so <laughs> it was okay. a grueling audition process, and I would love to hear about that. So I've auditioned for. I've had three go rounds with it. Um, the first time was when it was about to be at the public, and then I got I got a call back for that, but then I didn't get it. But then from that for what for Hamilton for Hamilton the character of Hamilton no just to be in the show I think it was probably for like ensemble or or maybe for a standby. Okay. I, I, at the end of the day, I think Andrew probably got it mm-hmm. um, because I believe that he joined when it was with the public. If I'm if I'm yes. not mistaken, mm-hmm. Andrew is such a talented freaking dude he's so it's like he's like stupid good like stupid good he said on in a tweet recently that someone asked him like how did he because he swings you know he plays so many now he knows six roles but technically now he's only contracted for five because he used to know man five i believe someone asked him how do you know how do you remember what's going on or what and and he said every character is a different file in my brain absolutely and i thought i was like yes that's a great way to put it yeah Yeah. you got to dust off that book and just open it up and go over your track oh yeah it's like (laughs) harry potter oh yeah i remember that so uh auditioned but i didn't get it but from that the same cast and director bethany knox was actually casting um motown and nick chris who was our washington who just left he's gonna go do miss saigon he left so i replaced him so hamilton in retrospect helped me get my equity card and my first broadway show so shout out oh Thank you, heck Hamilton. yes what so then Congrats. i did that for a year uh and then there was another time when i think it was it tra- was transferring to broadway i had another audition another callback but i didn't get it so you know i probably just wasn't ready which is totally fine and then about i think it was around last may or june i went back in and they had me do a dance call i'm not really a dancer so i was like i'm just so actually what i did was i i googled i youtubed andy's videos that he does of showing Smart. Like choreo nice and i was like oh i'm gonna like semi cheat and like try to learn it and it didn't help because that's not the choreo that they taught <laughs> But I was like, I but it's still his it's, style. It's still his, his style. So I was like, okay. So I kind of figured it out. I, I'm. It takes me a hot second to figure out what's happening choreo wise. But I picked it up, so I'm good. Uh, so what I, was the track? Uh, what was the song that they? Oh, it was, it was my shot. So it was just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not gonna th- throw away my shot. And I thought I did okay. I was. I wasn't amazing, but I was like, all right, I got through that. That's cool. And then the later that day, uh, my agents hit me up and they're like, I guess you did good enough because now they want you to come in and um, sing these these packets. I believe the packets were uh, the general mail packet, which basically has Dear Theodosia and the, the opening number rap. And then they also had me do Washington stuff. They had me do some Burr stuff. 
and Lafayette stuff. What Lafayette stuff? Raps? They had me do uh, no, just what did I miss? I believe was was really the only thing oh, that they so had. So the Jefferson, the yeah, yeah, for the for the first packet for the first go round. So that was it. Was like I did like eight songs or something like that, right? Uh, that is They're not all full songs. It's kind of like half Right, songs. but like for people who are not in New York City, when you go to audition sometimes, especially like open calls or, you know, EPAs or ECC, they are 16 bars and then they are usually cut to eight bars. Yeah, if you're non-union, <laughs> yeah. it's like you have like eight bars to right. impress somebody. So for you to have eight songs compared to a semi-usual eight bars, that's kind of a big difference. But the cool thing was for that, for that round, I had about, I think I had like a week to learn these tracks. So I just broke it up by like, you know, two songs a day. Were you listening to the show at all? I had bought the album at that point and I had listened to it and I was like, wow, this is good. But I still hadn't seen the show because I was still a really broke actor. <laughs> so I memorized all of them and I went in and Lynn was actually there for this one. So it was Lynn, it was Tommy and it was Lack, Alex Lackamore in the room. That's not intimidating at all. No, it wasn't at all. But I sang History Has Its Eyes onto you, uh, History Has Its Eyes on you to, to Lynn. Cause I was like, oh, I know that he's talking to Hamilton at this point. So I was like, I'm just- Might as well look what? at him. That's awesome. Like, let's just do this. That's Come on, let, let's, yeah, let's be honest here. Yeah, I mean, it was still terrifying. Cause it's like, dude, you realize you wrote like one of the greatest shows of all time. And right. I'm, I'm gonna do, okay, so let's, let's do this. Um, so then I got uh, another call back. They basically, they gave me, I did 13 cuts of music for my last audition. It was all the whole packet for Lafayette, the packet for Washington, the Burr packet, and the general mail packet. So I sang like, you know, Dear Theodosia, History Has Its Eyes on You, uh, Right Hand Man, the opening number. And then that's when I had to learn the entire song of What Did I Miss and the rap battles. Whoa. So that I had like another... five days for that audition so i memorized all of those and the is is actually a funny part they were working on so many different things you know trying to cast for the chicago company because they were originally thinking about having me be a standby for chicago that's what michael said michael thought that he was going to chicago yeah and then after that audition where i did with this audition that i was i'm about to tell you about then they were like, no, you're going to stay in New York. It was like, yeah, they're thinking about you for Chicago standby because at first they wanted me in the ensemble, which I'm happy that I'm not in the ensemble because I like, I can't dance like those people. They're like, we have the best dancers on Broadway. Like when I was still in Motown and Ephraim was doing double duty and he was still doing the workshop for Hamilton and then he was doing Motown at night. Oh my God. He was like, dude, I don't leave the stage. So the thing about the people in Hamilton, I feel like they have Harry Potter time turners. I feel mm-hmm. like Lynn just like bestowed all of the yeah. Harry Potter time turners onto all <laughs> yeah. of you because for someone to be in one show and workshopping another that seems it was crazy impossible well, for someone beast. Without... he's definitely uh, and was so great in Hairspray Live oh dude he oh, was yes. so good. we amazing. lost it when we because we were also doing the show at the same time as it was going on and we had this little TV downstairs where like so like when people are off stage they could run downstairs and like watch for a little bit and it was perfect Aww. timing because his his big number was I think during a song when like most everybody's off stage, like one of the only times, and so everybody was downstairs watching Ephraim. Oh, he hey, had Ephraim. he he definitely had support the entire time. So back to the audition. So I went back in with now full songs. Okay, but Lack forgot that he had 
sent the full songs to the casting directors. So when I was singing What Did I Miss, the piano player stopped after the first verse and I just continued to sing. And then he continued. That like, is so he just Jefferson of you. <laughs> and then at, like, Alex was like, why'd you do that? And I was like, well, that's because you sent me the song. I was like, I just thought that's what you wanted. He was like, oh, okay, my bad. Thanks, thanks for going. Good on you for preparing. <laughs> so I did all those and it was like really rude at the end because they had me do like the last two songs I did was like One Last Time and The World Was Wide Enough, which are like crazy Ooh. 11 o'clock so numbers. So they just like sent you out of the room crying? Yeah, basically. And I've already like done twi- so much. Like, so much. I was like, wow. All right. Well, that's the order you guys wanted it. So I did that. But also on the flip side of that, if you did The World Was Wide Enough and then you had to do What Did I Miss? Yeah. Right? Like that wouldn't have worked either. That would have that worked. <laughs> that so yeah, maybe really they bad. went from like the happiest parts of the show to like the saddest parts. <laughs> right. So then the next day, my agents emailed me and they're like, all right, so they love you and they're going to keep you in New York and the role is basically yours. But now you have to come back on Monday and you have to learn... Hamilton. Oh my god. And that was never That was never, never that in the wasn't that wasn't no, they just I was just supposed to learn the Sons of Liberty. That was it. it the Hamilton was never on the table like when I first was going out for this for this audition. And I was like, uh sure. <laughs> so I so I did it and you know they 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 told me why they were like you know we we have some people leaving the show we have some new people coming in the show's really difficult so it's better if you also know more more parts right so I was like, all right, that makes sense. Sure. And actually, that I felt like that was my worst audition. What is with the cast members of Hamilton claiming <laughs> that they have bad auditions? Michael did the same thing. Oh, no, we do. Oh, it's so real. It's absolutely. Oh, my. If it you was, had a bad audition. They I was messing up the end of my shot and I was like flipping all right, so, words. So what did they have you do for Hamilton? They had me do. Uh, I did Dear Theodosia, but Ham's verse. I did the opening rap i did my shot and then i did the basically the uh all the i imagine that so much it feels more like a memory which right. is so confusing because it's like if you mess up within the first like two bars of that you're on a totally different verse totally right yes. so uh those messed me up but they were like dude it's totally fine we know you can memorize stuff like hold the paper just like deliver it, do what you gotta do, da da da. So they made me feel really, really comfortable in the audition. And then I I found out like two days later, I think, I was about to get on a subway at uh 59th Street. And it was good. This sounds so horrible, but like I couldn't it was like it was during times like when a lot of like bad things were happening in America, like and bombs were going off and, mm. and people were shooting people, so it was sure. like a really tense time. Yeah. And also as a person of color with a backpack in the middle of like a packed subway station, I didn't want to like yell out excitement. So I oh had my God. No. I had you the keep most it inside? So my when my agents told me that not only did I get all the Sons of Liberty, but they wanted me to cover Hamilton too, it was literally the quietest celebration celebration i've ever had to myself i i literally i got off the phone and i walked out of the subway and i think i walked like into the park to be able to like yell (laughs) into central park because i I hope you've got time to release it because i was just like i don't want to like scare people because i literally was about to like jump and like 
punch the air like what if i accidentally <laughs> punched like an old lady in the face that would be a problem like it, i wouldn't it would my career would be ruined it'd be a wrap so i quietly left or or, or you could or like channel 11 or like new york one would be like, like what happened you'd be like i just I got, got the call hamilton about hamilton and i accidentally punched this lady in the face and then and the, everyone would say okay. okay and it would be totally cool in new york i would be totally forgiven it'd be like I think so. hamilton and also like the world because yeah, we got you good. but also i do think that maybe it would be a little suspicious for you to be sitting there being like trying to emote but like holding it I, in where it's like what is what is wrong with this person who's I did like, like clearly small, trying little to like yes mm. <laughs> <laughs> i did like little small thing i think i was audible enough where people were like he's not a danger how long but were I, you on the train <laughs> no i wasn't like, on the train the train me, like, was about to come and i got the call so then oh. i i went upstairs first but oh, at 50, i thought you were like riding the no subway, that would have like, been even worse that's why i was like no maybe, like don't but act like a crazy at person 59th Street, crazy there's that police station the so i was like i definitely can't yell right yeah, now yeah no i gotta run I'm like, like i have I'm to gonna like, go run outside into, i have I'm to run go, into the park and scream like, at the fellow need, crazy people yeah, like i with like a whole bunch of people that like will match my energy right now and i can blend in with them so no i felt uh <laughs> that's an amazing story i love that and and the call was that you would be the standby for these many characters yeah, right? on the offstage cover. And Originally, that, it was just for three, and then they added Lawrence at the and end. And can you explain what that means for people so who may not know? So an offstage standby cover basically is I'm basically a glorified understudy that only goes on for the lead people. So um, uh, ensemble members have swings. So our swings will cover like you know man one through five or woman one through six. But then you know sometimes they. It, because our ensemble members some of them do cover like washington or burr mm-hmm. or like my friend nick walker also covers washington he's gone on i think like two or three times as washington yeah now. we were talking mm-hmm. about and, him with um, uh, michael and our friend ashley who went to the eduham mm-hmm. and he's uh, actually learning burr now too oh nice and then greg trico is also standby like me too and he covers burr and he covers washington everyone knows i know for our uh our everyday listen our weekly listeners it sounds annoying but you are all welcome please come on the show and tell us about your yes. <laughs> journey on Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Do you have a set the schedule at all? Do you ever know what you're going to go on for? It's a combination of all of that. When I first started, we didn't have... Seth wasn't the full-time Lafayette yet, so it was being split between me, Seth, and Andrew. And it was like that for like a month. And then Seth took over. And then Mulligan was peppered in here and there. I kind of was only getting things when somebody was either sick or if they had like scheduled filming for something else so it was more like kind of finding out on the day that's another thing about being a standby sometimes like sometimes i know ahead of time like i know that this week i'm the alternate for hamilton because michael's on vacation so i know that i'm performing sunday as hamilton for sure but throughout the rest of the week i'm not scheduled but I could get a call two hours before the show and be like, hey, you're Lafayette. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've, I've had it happen at 30 minutes to showtime. I've had that happen. At what point for, during the show are you allowed to go home? Uh, when Philip dies. Oh, wow. That just feels like super appropriate where it's like, well, we're all, def- we're it's all like, defeated and it's deflated. It's like, oh, okay, well, so there's like, like 15, 20 minutes left <laughs> yeah, in the show. Thanks it's for like, spending the show with us. Yeah. We're good. You're good. Like, I you think we're go good. Uh, who was the character that you were going on for when you had 30 minutes? Uh, Mulligan. And how was that? It was a good show. I think it was. It was actually. It was funny because I was actually at the down. We were in like the common area, and I was eating. I think I got like a bear burger or something. Oh, and, I love bear burger. And Lackmore was there too, and he was eating something that his wife made, I think. And then all of a sudden, on the PA, it's like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Javon McFerrin is going to be playing Mulligan tonight. I was were like, you just all right, there I guess like, I gotta uh, go. Okay. I had like eaten <laughs> half my burger, and I was like, all right, it's time to. 
time to warm up. So let's go back to when you found out when you first may or may not be playing Alexander Hamilton. I knew when I signed the contract, I knew eventually at some point I was going to play him. I started rehearsing for Hamilton, I think in early November. And I didn't find out that I was going to go on in, in January until like the second week of December, I think. I had two put-ins and I was actually really lucky because we had another put-in. A put-in is basically a really, is a is a full-fledged dress rehearsal. Everyone comes in and it's for new people in the show. So they, they can run the show full out mm-hmm. with costumes and lights and everything so that they know exactly 100% what's going on so I was really lucky because I got to do that put in as well on the 5th so that it was like a nice dry run oh cool and then I got to do it on the 6th uh, and then so you knew the 6th was going to be I knew the 6th it was on I was almost on on the 26th but then it didn't happen but I got the call and was like there's a possibility you're on today we think you're ready so this is cool so just go ahead and hold your breath <laughs> yeah no I don't think I breathed I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember right? breathing like, until I mean, like the lights went down at the end of the show it's crazy. It was nerve-wracking. Tell us about that day. You wake up, you know you're playing Hamilton. I was like in a state of like, okay, so this is, it's 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 nine o'clock, the show's at eight, so you have like 11 hours. You have like a, like a full day. <laughs> you have a whole day It's funny how a full this. day will turn into a split second yeah, like when the, it's the biggest day of your life. Like, like the only other times I can like remember being like this excited, but like nervous, hoping that it was, it's going to be like good is like waiting on the day that like a new star wars film is coming out you know it's like right. that's like my excitement i'm like yeah it's happening today only the show, you're the now show's the, at eight you're now the star and, of the but, star yeah, wars but now i'm movie. skywalker so right. it's, uh so yeah I, I mean i tried to treat it like a normal day you know like i made myself breakfast i was kicking it with my lady i was wa- i was watching espn in the morning like i usually do mm-hmm. I was just trying to be like super i like didn't really like i you know i i posted on facebook like today's the day uh i didn't really call anybody you just posted yeah, yeah. on facebook for the world but like i didn't even call like my parents like i was just like i can't really talk to anybody right now it's just I but need your to dad just... was there he was there for the I... second show oh, the second they weren't show. there for the opening okay like my agents came to my first night and like some really good like friends that i've worked with came to my first where night. did they sit can i ask because sometimes people like uh, having their friends like right in the front row or they like no they... i don't i don't you like okay. you within like i have a thing like i don't want you in the first five rows yeah i don't like because i can see your face even when the lights are down some people see that find that comforting and some people find it i think it's terrifying. i think it's okay at like certain parts of the show and during the second show when my family was there like i knew where they were sitting because I well first of all I asked because I wanted to know like where to avoid right or, yeah no or of but also where to look when I like I can because I don't have to talk or something but I sang Dear Theodosia to my dad like wow. I knew exactly where he was Very and I was sweet. just like Aww. and it was perfect because it was dark so I couldn't see him yeah yeah but he but, could but, feel you but looking I was at just him like, but you I know knew. exactly where you are oh, so this song this is for you man uh, now we have chills so. Uh, yeah, so I it was kind of just like a really long countdown to the day. And I left the house early to like make sure that I was like, you know, there on time. I didn't want MTA messing with me. Nope. I was oh, like, they, they will. I was hella early. <laughs> I was like an hour and a half early. I mean, Javon here so to early. the show. <laughs> I was, at, you know, I got like some snacks, things that I could have at like intermission. Um, I was nibbling throughout the day. Wait, you think you would be able to eat at intermission? No, I was able to. I oh. had pineapple. I was. I had pineapple slices. Okay. At intermission, I like need boost your energy back. I need. Up. I need something, and I can't have anything. Uh, also, that like 
creates mucus on your vocal cords. I was going to yeah. say Anything. something that... Because that happened to me once when I had like a cliff bar intermission and then I had to do what did I miss? And for like two oh. bars, I had phlegm on my... And I was like, mm. I got to wait. I got to wait until that, <laughs> that breakdown where mm-hmm. I can clear my throat. <laughs> so that was so uh, I've learned my lesson. But um it was a, it was just a really humbling experience. It was also really special because um our new mulligan came in that day, Quentin, who's a really really talented cat. He's 22. Uh and then Lauren Boyd, who's our new woman one. So it wasn't just me going in. So it it at the same time it was kind of like a very big moment for a lot of people in the cast and before new people go in we're always downstairs and we do like a little prayer energy circle mm-hmm. you know seth leads it and um he said you know i'm leading the ship today and you know we're gonna follow you uh and that meant a lot he's an og he's an original <laughs> member and so for for everybody in that cast and for everybody in that building top to bottom you know from lynn to tommy to lack to, to you know to patrick to amber our stage manager that whole crew like even props like all of them for them to to trust me with such something that that's now this you know it's it's iconic mm-hmm. you know i'm only the seventh person to ever play hamilton like i'm never gonna forget that ever it's absolutely it's crazy so after my first show, people were like, how do you feel? And I was like, I mean, I feel great. I wish I didn't flub on stage, <laughs> but I've had, I think I have like two Burr's Corners. I have one is Lafayette Jefferson and one is Hamilton. And they're both scatting because you rap so fast. Sometimes your brain says the words, but your mouth doesn't catch up. Hey, so it's yeah, just about, sa- it's, people, it's about saving yourself. Mike actually can really do Lafayette's raps really really well 6.3 words a second that's what's up that's amazing that's amazing. how fast it is i googled it and that's what somebody came up with that's yeah crazy and there we get emails from people saying like i'm trying to do it and like give us updates about how they're trying <laughs> to learn it so i feel like it's gonna be awesome for them to hear that the actual cast members of everyone Hamilton is messed up are just like oh hey we because the whole thing is that it takes one syllable or one little yes. thing and then if yeah. you trip on that one thing yep. you can't get back mm-hmm. and then you're like oh, all yeah. right I've well you know up, what i've messed the up british one <laughs> in the in the cabinet battles but it's like because i know the show very well i'll eventually pick it back up i don't yeah, think i've recover. had an epic enough one where i'm like well that entire song was totally messed up you've never I, just totally blamed well, yeah, and it's no. all in our heads like when we have epic sing-alongs in this living room that you're in right now um we will of course pick it up mm-hmm. but there's no audience there yeah like but i was working uh with with brandon victor dixon who's an amazing burr and it's actually he my is. second show with him. He was the original Barry Gordy in Motown. And so I got to work with him a couple of times when I got to go on to Smokey Robinson. And so it was, I trusted, plus, I mean, he has to come in and say his line because we're in a conversation at that point in the show. <laughs> but like, I fully trusted that he knew what was going on and that, that he was going to be there for me. Like everybody in this cast, uh, I can't speak highly enough about everybody i enjoy going to work i enjoy because i they're all my friends basically i've worked with like half these people yeah which, <laughs> which must is, be so much fun and, which is a lot yeah. of fun and, Absolutely. and so javon since it's been days ago we will raise our glass raise to you glass. we're gonna uh we have some sam adams here tonight everybody we're doing like yeah. a uh, room where it happens yeah Pink. The, oh yeah, yeah. And a little OG mm-hmm. working on three. Oh yeah he's my ne- I start learning him on Wednesday well that's, that's fun it's gonna be a lot of what? fun because you get to really you get to rile up the, I'll the be, crowd when I leave the show I'm gonna do just a one man show called Ham and Friends <laughs> and perfect, see, perfect. And see how long until I get sued by Lynn 
<laughs> Hopefully, Hopefully never. I'll give you I'll give you like half the gross, Lynn. If you let <laughs> right? me Right? I mean, we can go in on this. I, I mean, mean, you know, be, like you should be, say that to Lynn. I'm not saying awesome. we. It'd be awesome. I just want to talk about you and your dad real quick. Your dad is Bobby McFerrin. Mm-hmm. That photo of you and your dad backstage, he's holding your face. It's so beautiful. It's like my most liked photo ever. It's so it sweet. Is. It's, it's like who it, took that photo? It was either my mom or our really good friend, Angela Robinson, who was at the show with us as well. So as you can see from the massive Art Kane portrait from 1958 hanging behind me, mm-hmm. this is a jazz household. To say that Mike loves jazz would be an understatement, but he's a Bobby McFerrin fan. Mm-hmm. And we all know that Bobby McFerrin is a fantastic vocalist, but Mike was telling me that he's renowned for what he's done with scatting. Yeah. The sounds that he can make only with vocals. It's amazing. He's a one-man band. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just making me smile so much to hear you say things like, I'll scat my way through the line. It's I mean, incredible. That's, it's, it's what came out. It definitely worked. So <laughs> thanks. And shout out to Pops for the DNA right? on that one. You have you have those genes. It's in the, I think yeah. it's in it works, the blood. right? But it was a very, it was, um, it was a really special moment. It was, it's definitely like the highlight of any performance that he's, he's ever seen me in. Uh, that was a really, really special moment. Uh, I'm never going to forget it. I'm never going to forget what he said. Yeah, that was, that was, it was a highlight of my weekend. He must have been so incredibly proud. Yeah. They basically, everyone said that they were like crying the entire show. (laughs) They apologized to like everybody around them. They're like, oh, please. You know, like my mom and my girlfriend and my dad, they're like, that's our, you know, that's our baby up there. So we apologize if we're crying. And they're like, no, it's fine. No, everybody is Everyone crying. Everyone cries. They're all crying. As long as you're not singing along, you guys, don't yeah. sing along. Just a reminder, we haven't said that in, a, in several episodes. Please <laughs> don't sing. There's a few of you that sing along. You don't sing along loud. You you mouth the words, but you're usually in the front row, like mm-hmm. lit. So we see. You. That's fine. <laughs> you know why? Because you they can be lit. because they just won the lottery. Yes. So That's they're why they're lit. So psyched. And they're so psyched. But those people like. Are, it, it is fun to entertain those people too because I, you definitely know that those people really, really appreciate what they're what they're saying at that moment. So a shout out to them as well. So yeah, needless to say, your family is super proud of you. Yeah, for them it must be crazy. I, I can't even imagine what they were probably thinking. Like, you know, they can say how proud they are and like, you know, I'll, I can take that in and, and really, you know, really take it in. But for them to, like, I'm not going to know what that's like until I have a kid and then I'll probably And they be get like, to play Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> Because like, it will still be running. Or so. like, you know, whenever your kid like graduates from college or high school, like those accomplishments. Right. You know, even like, like the first day of like first day of kindergarten is accomplishment. You know, like You're like, oh, my days. God, I get the house to myself again for a couple hours. Oh, my this God. I get so to like great. sleep and like go to the bathroom without wondering like gonna what's going to be breaking. Nap. That's what I that's probably yeah. what I'll do. How much fun is Javon? As he would say, it's stupid. Part two of his interview will be out next week, and it's almost more fun, if you can believe it. He lets us in on some more behind-the-scenes stories from Hamilton, and arguably most importantly, he gives advice on how to master the guns and ships rap. You don't want to miss it. Thank you so much for listening. Talk soon. Love, G.Pen. If you haven't already, please take a quick minute to subscribe to our podcast and review us on iTunes. It doesn't have to be a pamphlet. We know you're busy, but we'd appreciate any kind words you want to share. Check out thehamilcast.com for all of your Hamilcast needs, including extensive and reference-heavy outlines from each churnout chapter. Tripter? Yeah, tripter.
and information on our awesome guests and cool things we mentioned on the show. You can follow us at the Hamilcast on all social media outlets, including Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Periscope, and Snapchat. We love hearing from you. You can email us at thehamilcast at gmail.com and please let us know if we can read your email on the air. We're cool either way and don't worry, we will always get back to you. I am underscore Bianca Jean underscore on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Jillian with a G on all social media and I have a web series with my husband Mike, you know Mike, called The Residuals. It's about actors who audition for commercials. You can find everything you need at theresiduals.tv. Thank you again and as always, you continue to... Blow us all away.